The Circle of Knowledge podcast is brought to you by Amplified Minds, helping entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, and dreamers take their business ideas and goals to the next level. This podcast features best-selling industry resources and the professional panel discussions by the core team at Amplified Minds. Now, here are their discussions. Hey everybody, this is John Kovach Jr. with Amplified Minds, your podcast host for the Circle of Knowledge. Hey, we're super excited about season number three, and we've got some new things coming your way. We're going to try to hit a hundred episodes in this season and get to you as much information to kind of increase the circle of knowledge. The way that we're going to be doing this is by interviewing people who we love and trust, care about partner relationships, and then finding expertise in all areas of business that we can bring to you and share that knowledge and information with you on a higher scale. Um, If you want to be part of our community, please reach out to us at Amplified Minds through social media. You can also interview with us to be on the podcast yourself. We can help cross promote your business, talk about some of the information that you have and the expertise that you're withholding from the world so that we can help exploit it and share it with everyone else. The way that we do this is by you getting a hold of me. My my information is j-o-n at amplifiedminds.com. Send me an email and in the subject line say, I want to be on the podcast. Okay. And we are super excited to get this season launched up, but I really wanted you all to hear it from me first that we are adding some incredible value to you and we're going to make this show incredibly better for you as we progress. Thank you for your love and support. Thank you for all the information that you've given us and the data you've backed by listening. It has been extremely helpful to us. We appreciate you. Thanks for being amongst the community of achievers And this is us telling you we have responded to your connections. We love you and we look forward to increasing the information access out there through this particular podcast. And we look forward to continuing that relationship with you. Hey, hey, everybody out there uh, listening to the Circle of Knowledge podcast. This is your host, John Kowach Jr. And joining me today, I've invited a personal friend um, and someone who I actually look up to, but I've only known for less than a month or two. Um, his name is Willie Blake, and I'm going to introduce him uh, in a second. But today's content, we're going to be talking about the book called Your One Word by Evan Carmichael. And this is a really great book. Uh, to help you with your business and your personal life. Now, many of you are familiar with the book, Start With Why. This is going to be built off a few principles from that book, and it's going to elaborate on some exercises you can do to create some personal and some incredible um, foundational work for, uh, let's call it your value system and your mission in life. But before we get into any of that, we're going to chat here with Mr. Willie Blake. Willie, how are you doing today? I'm great, John. Thanks for having me on. 
I'm super excited that you in, you accepted to join me on this podcast. Now, um, the Circle of Knowledge, for those of you who are new listeners or for those of you just joining us, Circle of Knowledge is a podcast promoted and sponsored by Amplified Minds. Amplified Minds is in the business of providing accountability programs and partners to coaches, speakers, sales teams, and everyone else out there. What we do is we help you achieve goals as fast as you possibly can. Okay, everyone likes to hit their goals. And, and uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I was meeting with a young man named Willie Blake, who we have here on the line. And uh, Willie and I got to know each other a little bit. And I was shocked and also amused by where he was headed in life. And when I mean shocked, I mean, I was super excited by the potential and some of the stuff and some of his goals. So to kind of introduce you guys to my new friend, Willie Blake, someone who I'm considering an influencer and a future um, contributor to some great influential stuff um, in, in, the, in the making, I wanted to just ask you a few questions so that the audience can get to know you, uh, Willie, if that's okay. Yeah, sounds great. Okay. So just uh, so I can stop talking, let me ask you this. Um, tell us a little bit about why you are who you are today. Okay, so why are you who you are today? So to start off about why I am who I am today is I kind of got to go back through how I grew up. I went through grade school. I was kind of a chubby kid, not going to lie. And I was bullied a lot, had a little depression, and it just continued as I went through junior high and high school. When I finally left high school. I went on an LDS mission, came back. And then after I came back, those who know about an LDS mission, you're out there knocking on doors, talking about Jesus Christ. You're out there just every single day, pushing and pushing to do what you believe in. When I came back, I kind of stopped doing that. And I fell back into those old habits that I had. And so I felt, you know, a little darkness in a way, And it wasn't until I went on YouTube, like I'm pretty sure a lot of us do, and I saw this video by Grant Cardone. It was five ways to be a millionaire. And I'm like, okay, 30 minutes. I got nothing better to do. So I went on there and started watching the video. Grant Cardone is a fantastic salesman, author, and just a well-rounded guy. That video led me to watch more of his videos. It started opening my mind to kind of the growth mindset that I have today, more than that fixed mindset that I had before. And as I continue to watch him, then I started to listen to Simon Sinek, who wrote Start With Why, Evan Carmichael, the book we're talking about today, and several others like Elon Musk, Tony Robbins, and each of them helped to grow my mind. And I started reading books. Now, another thing about my past is that when I was in first grade, I was diagnosed with dyslexia. So I had a really hard time with reading, speaking, and spelling. And you could, it was last April, the first time I picked up a book in, let's just go forever. And I started reading and I set this goal. It was out there goal. Those who've read 10X Rule by Grant Cardone, he just says 10X your goal, set a goal and then 10X it. And so I'm like, okay, I think by the end of the year, and this is starting in April, by the end of the year, I can hit reading 12 books. 
And so I read and I hit that in July. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got this. I'm going to set it to 40 books. Let's just, I know 10X of 12 is 120. Ain't no way I'm going to read 120 books in half a year. So I set it at 40. And I reached that by the end of November. And so I went a little crazy. I said, you want to know what? With everything I've been reading, with everything that I believe in, I have to reach 50 books by the end of the year. And I'm happy to say that I reached that 50 books. And it was awesome. Such a passionate motivation moment for me when I read that 50th book that it just drove me to set another goal this year. I want to keep the goal of 50 books, but I want to take more out of those books because I feel like the books that I read last year, I didn't get as much. This year, I want to get the most I can out of them and apply it to my life. I love that. That's super cool. Uh, You know, the average CEO reads about 60 books a year. It's a little more than a book and a half a week, right? Or or, or a little less, I guess, if I'm doing the math correctly here. But I I too have a similar story where I, I... I hated reading. Um, I would rather just go out and do work or something physical, something where I could focus on uh, pretty much just anything active using my body without having to use my brain as much. And I know there are a lot of people out there listening who can probably relate to that, but that's a super incredible story where you found some passion in somebody's words, which led you to almost 10 X your goals and, and led you to do something you uh, have never done before. And now it's something that just seems to be part of you. It's almost innate in your nature. And uh, all of this stuff, I had no idea when I first met you, I felt um, like you had a lot of knowledge and a lot of uh, um, um, key understanding, but you know, there were some certain people out there that had, had really influenced you like Mr. Grant Cardone. We, we shout out to Mr. Uncle G several times here on the um, air. You also brought up some great points too. You know, we, we, we talk a lot about his books and some other books as well, but um, that, that's, that's some pretty cool stuff. And uh, what, uh, um, what, what is it that you're working on now? What, what are you working towards uh, becoming? Let, let, let's start there. Yeah. So my ultimate goal is to be the top, one of the top influencers in the nation. I want to be right up there. The goal going along with that is I want to be speaking at Grant Cardone's 10X conference. I don't know when that's going to happen, but that's just my goal right now. And I think that's kind of how goals need to be set. Set the big goal, not knowing how to reach it, and then take those little steps today to reach that goal. Let me just share an insight with you. I have a friend who I met on LinkedIn. Her name's Emily Crook. And Emily and I passed ways um, earlier in our college years, but she's, uh, she's an incredible influencer. And she uh, basically maxed out her ability to connect with anybody on LinkedIn. Like she was so good at connecting with people and getting people to follow and, and engage with her that um, she maxed out. And I think, I think LinkedIn tops you out at like 20,000 connections, which is kind of hard to do. I mean, if you think about all the other um, social media programs and, and, and channels, you know, you, there's, there's unlimited, like uh, Instagram and Twitter, people have over 100,000 plus followers and, and whatnot. But LinkedIn's a little bit different because it's a different beast. You're actually building a connection. You, you opt into each other's contact information. It, it, it's a little bit more intimate. And uh, she maxed that out really quickly. And it was really cool because you know what she did to influence a bunch of people? Oh, and, and keep in mind, she wasn't selling anything. In fact, she was a mortgage broker. 
she's not a mortgage broker today, but she was in the mortgage broker broker industry. Wow. And she's young. She's, you know, in her twenties, early twenties, and she's, she's moving on. And actually uh, I'll send this link directly to Emily. Um, so shout out to you, Emily, you're a freaking all-star and uh, um, only you and I will understand this until someone else hears it from your network. But um, I'll just say this boom, baby. Cause that's what she says. That's what Emily says. Boom, baby. So Emily, she, she goes out and she does daily videos. Okay. She used videos and she only does them a minute long. And she talks about something cool. Okay. She talks about something motivational. Uh, typically they were in her car. So nothing glamorous. They weren't in front of like the Eiffel tower or anything. Okay. And Emily was just sharing something positive. She was focusing on principles. She never pitched anything. She never sold a product. She just told people about something positive and she created a 20,000 plus following ship to where now it has to grow beyond that. And she can't connect with 20,000, but people can follow her now influencer, influencer, influencer. And what she does now is she actually got the chance to speak on um, Grant Cardone's stage at 10X conference this year. Yeah. All all within a year. So can it be done? Absolutely. Oh yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So uh, shout out to you, Emily. There's some pretty cool stuff out there. You've taught us a lot about influence and now she's doing some really cool stuff with um, some marketing and some sales. So really proud of her. She's, she's a good friend and a good contact and um, I'll, I'll make the introduction to you, Willie, but, um, tell us something that, uh, that terrifies you. That terrifies me. Yeah. Tell us something that terrifies you. Oh goodness. Snakes. <laughs> I know it's, it's like, <laughs> it's not what you would think about, but yeah, I, I absolutely am terrified of snakes. Found one in high school in my bedroom and it was just coiled up on my floor and I put my foot against it. Didn't move walk to the bathroom, walk back, put it kind of in the same place. Felt this little slither on my feet. Saw it. I jumped on my bed <laughs> and I, like in high school, right? I'm calling my dad to be like, dad, there's a snake in my room. I need it out before I get down from my bed. <laughs> oh, snakes <laughs> for sure. Okay. All right. Well, if we're sharing snake stories, let me tell you one thing. So in high school, my best friend name was John and, uh, John had a, um, a friendly boa constrictor called La Fonda and La Fonda <laughs> we'd often get out and play with her while we were watching television on the weekends. Right. And we're all sitting on the floor after a long week of playing football and whatever sports we were involved in. And we both fell asleep with La Fonda out. And, uh, I woke up to La Fonda constricting wrapping around my leg up my shorts and uh, I didn't know what to do and I couldn't reach John. He was asleep on the couch away from me. And I felt like if I had to get up, you know, I, I, I might aggravate La Fonda. And so I don't remember a scarier thing other than li- waking up to a, a bow constrictor wrapping around your legs. So goodness, there you go. There you go. Fears. Well, that's awesome. I, I, I'm super excited. And despite all the, the, the chatter and the fun talk, uh, I really brought Willie on this show because I'm, I'm, I'm excited about his passion and, and some of his goals. Uh, when we first met just a few weeks ago, um, we both shared some of our goals with each other. And we were talking about how um, on our vision boards, we had some, um, 
pretty lofty goals. And I, I know that on the show I've shared with you um, uh, some of the things on my vision board, but, and, and the reason why we share those is because the more that you speak it, the more that you talk about it, and the more that you remind yourself of what you're working towards, uh, you're, you're heading down that direction. You can call it goal setting if you will. Um, I've actually, I've, I've actually weighed back from using the words goal setting um, and using that phrase, because I, I know that, that goal setting can stress people out, but I know that as you head down a journey, a, a certain direction, you start to achieve more than you did before. It's the same thing as setting goals. So to each is their own, right? But we wanted to talk about um, Evan Carmichael's book, um, The One Word, or is it The One Word? Your One Word. Your One Word. I'm sorry. Your One Word. And there's some principles in this book that are really cool because um, you know, on this show, we've talked about Star With Why, and we've, start, we've talked about how, you know, founding your, your, um, your principles and your values on your why and head down that direction, how, how important that can be. Now, this book, Your One Word, kind of takes a little bit of a twist on that. And it's trying to help you find a value system and a mission behind things that drive you, some passion. And so let's, let's talk a little bit about that right now, Willie. And, and tell me just a little bit about what your thoughts. And I know that you and I are reading the book and we've been talking about some of the principles before this. But let's talk about one major principle or one thing that really stuck out to you as we've, be, as we've been reading through this book. Yeah. So the one principle that stuck out to me <clears throat> was basically kind of your one word. Um, I know it's the title, but that's kind of it. It's making your purpose and your passion solidified. I don't know if that's the right word. Condensed down to just one word. And that one word is something that has driven you in the past as you were a kid that gives you fire and passion right now. And as well as in the future, 20 years down, it's still going to be your one word. And the reason why you wake up happy and enthusiastic every morning. So I want to ask a question. Um, I, I can begin to think of a bunch of words that I might associate my life with or some things that I'm interested in. But I think this is fun for discussion's sake because the minute you start to say, all right, I want you to pick one word to describe your life. A lot of people are going to be like, ooh, that's really hard. Like there's, some, there, there's a bunch of words. Maybe I can sum them all up. But the creativity that comes from this restriction is pick one. And I know that there's some activities in the book that say, you know, pick multiple words and then kind of narrow them down or see how they fit into your life. Um, but I, I think it's interesting because a lot of people will probably pick a word because they have one significant event that has happened in their life that, that drives that one word. And I would actually like to challenge that by saying it shouldn't just be one massive event in your life because life isn't about one accomplishment or one thing achieved or one thing happened or occurred to you, right? Uh, life is about the series of events that have, that have fallen into your life. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Our viewers and our listeners are going to be tempted to feel like, okay, I need to make a list of words, right? But let's talk about how they can hone in on deciding what that one word is that describes them. And let, let, you and I can both talk about how, how we can find our whys and we can challenge our listeners. How about that? Sounds great. Cool. So what would you say, Willie, is, is a process to narrowing down your one word? A process would be kind of what Evan says in his book and how I started doing it. I guess it is how I found my one word. And then another activity is how it came about. But the activity would be 
take everything that makes you happy and just write it down in a list. When I did this, I wrote down food. I wrote down movies, books. I wrote down my family. I wrote down my wife. I wrote down, I love Dragon Ball, the anime. And so I wrote that down. I wrote everything down. And then after that, right next to it, you write down why you like it in just one or two words, just why you like it. And as you go down, you start to see some repetitiveness and some patterns. And then after that list is done, shrink it down to about three to five different types and then sleep on it. Look like you got your list of five words, sleep on it, come back in the morning and see what comes about it. See if something clicks, see if there's a word that describes all three to five of those words, or if your word just is right there and you're able to go with it. I love that. I'm very familiar with this exercise because I've done it before in variation. Um, I remember in college, I was super, super enthusiastic about the word passion. Okay. And a lot of people can get passionate about the word passion because there's just so much fun in saying passion. But I've, I've had a hard time to do exactly what you said and, and, and defining what that is for me and then writing one thing I like about it or my why statement behind it. And I realized that it wasn't passion that I, that I, I loved. It had a lot more to do with some of my, my strengths and a lot more of what I enjoyed, which was inclusiveness or um, uh, 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 positivity, right? Or yeah. um, communication. Those were some of my those were some of my trigger words and, and, and my keywords in, in my college days because those were some of the things that I was influenced by and some of the things that I was studying. Now, I think it's interesting that you've, you you shared that one of the ways to do it is to find a why statement behind all of those and then sleep on it. I think that's super key, incredible. Because if you don't give time after you know stretching your brain a little bit, you, you might you might run in circles or you might realize, you know, you, you, you pulled the trigger a little too early. You know, there's some things that are out there that you didn't think about. Um, and is it possible that you can sleep overnight and realize that all the words that you did were wrong? Yeah, for sure. Because when you just like, when you write down the list, you're in an emotional state and you don't want to make an emotional choice. You want to sleep on it so that when you wake up in the morning, you can look at it and you're neutral, you're feeling, Good. I guess it depends on how you wake up, but you're feeling good. And then you can see if you got your one word or not. I think, I think this is fascinating. And I, and I want to keep uh, masterminding this topic a little bit because I, I see how this can help. Um, now, now I, I might see it, but I need to, I need to elaborate for our listeners. Okay. So having a, let, let's call it your one word. Cause that's the title of the book. Having your one word leads to what? But let's identify three care, uh, three categories in your life that it can help or it can illuminate. Um, let, let's say even drive uh, navigation to. So let's let's talk about that. What are three key things that can help us as we define or or um, let's say refine our one word? Um, if I had to think of three things, the first here to help. <laughs> good. Uh, one thing I can think of is that it helps you know what you need to do in your life. It helps you know why you're waking up, why you do or don't need to stay in the job that you're in, 
and kind of what need like what you need to do to be happy in life because I feel like happiness is something that we always undermine in society today right we just undermine happiness so that we can earn money and so that we can try to be financially free and so instead of you know, going the entrepreneurship route where you work your butt off for five to 10 years in something that you love, then you can keep going on and working in that thing, or you can just stop and spend time with your family and you're financially free, or you can work at a job for 40 years and be just above broke. I love that. And I think if you take that exercise you just described earlier uh, uh, and reverse it, we can put one word to what you just described and, and that one word might be purpose. So, so finding your one word can drive purpose in your life. Yeah. hundred percent. Interesting. Okay. All right. Let's think of another one. Let's think of another principle behind finding your one word and how it can help. Oh, and right now, everybody, we're talking about the individual. We're not yet talking about business owners and business and how it can help with your business. Cause I want to get there. I think that'll be an interesting topic. <laughs> but right oh, yeah. now, we're, yeah, right. Right now, we're talking about just the individual. This is for yourself because if you can't do it for yourself, you can't do it for others. Okay, that's the biggest thing to learn as a coach and a speaker and as a mentor. That unless you've done it yourself, and not that you've achieved it, but that you've endured it. Okay, so let's talk about this. So uh, the first principle that you can gain from um, from defining your one word, the thing that's giving you your mission in life, or the thing that you're most passionate about, uh, is purpose. Can we think of any other? objectives as to why that or how this could help somebody do you think purpose and happiness are two different things i like i like the idea of separating them not because i don't think that they're together but because purpose has a lot to do with um a, a backing um and a kind of like self-esteem a, right building kind of thing yeah yeah but then happiness is more of a Happiness is more of a driver, okay? Uh, um, in the the laws of the laws of uh, um, sales, the, there there are perpetual drivers that people um, respond to, right? And I think happiness is one of the most innate, um, primitive principles that anyone does anything to to be in a state of happiness, joy, or to feel happy. Uh, and I think that's really important. So how, how, what do you think, Willie? Why, why does defining your one word to give you purpose, why will that bring us happiness? Why will defining the one word bring us purpose? Uh, why, why will it bring us happiness? How, how can it bring us happiness? Because you know exactly what you kind of stand for. You know what drives you and applying that to every single thing you do will bring you happiness in the end. It could take a little bit to implement it and over a couple months or even a year, like actually even in a couple of days, you become happier than you were that person before you figured out what your one word was because you have direction. You're able to see in the future to know I don't know what is going to happen, but I know this is going to drive me to happiness. My one word will make me happy in the future. I love that. I would go as far to say that um, 
many scholars of old, they, they do their studying, they do their reading, they do their research, um, and, and they develop these complex things, okay? And now the, the, the well, let's call it the, um, the test of a true teacher, of a true educator, somebody who really knows their stuff, is somebody who can study vast and, and, and challenging, um, uh, well, let's call it levels of content, and can turn around and then let's just say that they can repeat that or not. Okay. Let's not say that. All right. Back up. What we're going to have them do is uh, any scholar can read anything, right? Or, uh, they can read. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyways, I'll just see that. I'll say this simply as scholars read and, and research, they gain a level of knowledge and intellect. Now the test of a true educator, somebody who can teach others is someone who can turn around and share that content or that piece of information or that new gained knowledge in a way that people not as smart as them or without the level of intellect can understand. Um, in other words, dumbing it down, uh, um, layman's terms, putting it into things that are common sense or relating it to people through story. Those are all principles that make educators great people. Now, the reason why I'm saying all this and what it has to do with what you just said is I believe that what you said is so key. And when somebody has clarity um, on their mission or their purpose, it brings them an increased sense of of fulfillment and joy. And I would say that that is the key to happiness is having that purpose, having that feeling that I have been able to obtain X amount of, of information and then to be able to relate it back to others, to influence the lives of others. I don't know. I think it was stretching there, but I, I, what, what do you think about that? And I think you said the third thing that your one word brings is clarity. It brings you clarity to the mind. It brings you happiness in the heart and it brings you passion to connect the two. Those three things are what your one word can do. And if you find your one word, those three things will come no matter what you do, just stick to your one word and they'll come without a doubt. I love it. So we've, we've identified purpose, happiness, and clarity as uh, some, of the, some of the many opportunities that come from this book that you should all read, Your One Word by Evan Carmichael. Um, th this is a great point in our show where I'd like to uh, transition to something a little bit fun. Um, we're going to play a little, bit, uh, a little game, you and me, Willie. Um, and this, <laughs> yeah, in this game, we're going we're gonna to do something kind of fun. I've never done this before. I've never done this on the air. This will just be, this will just be fun and kind of off the cuff. But what I want to do is I want you to, and we might need pen and paper for this, but if not, just, just think of these words. I, I have mine as well. I'm going to think of three words for you, and you're going to think of three words for me. Yeah, and we're just going to see what we come up with and let's see how close they are. And I know that you and I have both done this exercise before where um, we, we've, we've maybe narrowed down some of our words, our own personal words, our yeah. one word. And um, I, I have a feeling I know what yours is, but I don't remember and I don't think I know. So this will be kind of fun. Um, but I want you to write three words down that you think are my words. And I'm going to write down three for yours. And then, and then let's share with each other and see how close we are. But then let's kind of elaborate on those a little bit. Does that sound good? Yeah. 
Okay, let's take a, let's take like a minute and do this. And for our listeners, just so you don't have to listen to silence for one minute, I'm going to pause <laughs> our recording and then we'll be right back in it. Okay, so for those of you joining us back on the Circle of Knowledge, this is John Kovach Jr., your host. I'm here with, I'm here with Mr. Willie Blake, a friend of mine who's an influencer, and he's working on some incredible goals and some awesome topics, including reading 60, no, sorry, I'm going to set that goal for you, 50 plus books a year, um, which is awesome. And like I said earlier, the average CEO and successful entrepreneur um, business owner reads about 60 books a year. So what an awesome goal for someone in his twenties, man, that's, you're in your twenties, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, this is awesome. So we're playing a little bit of a game here and I asked Willie to write three keywords or three words that he would use to think, uh, sorry, uh, he, he's going to, he wrote down three words that he thinks are my words. Now we're talking about the book, Your One Word by Evan Carmichael, a step in a process to um, identifying your mission, your purpose, and what you're working on to give you better clarity and purpose and uh, joy and happiness in your life. Okay. Those are the things that we're talking about. Um, and I know that the book has so much more to offer, but we decided to mastermind its principles on our own today. Um, and I did the same. I, I, uh, I chose three words to describe or for uh, Mr. Willie, and I want to see how close I am to his words. Now, we've, all bo- we've both done these um, exercises on our own where we've picked our one words or a series of our one words um, and how close they are to our mission and our values and our principles in life. So uh, I'm going to give Mr. Willie, our guest, the honor of um, shouting out the first word that he thinks to describe me, and we're going to talk about it. Connection. That's the first word. Okay, can you tell me why you wrote Connection? You're just that person who you can just see an aura that you just want to connect with people. You don't care what other people think. You just want to talk with them. You want to get to know their story. You want to know why they're on this earth right now and what their purpose is. Wow. Hey, everybody listening. If you heard that, uh, go to my website, amplifiedminds.com. You'll find me there. And I want you to feel that same thing. Cause if that's what people think of me, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Um, I will, I, wow. I don't want to give it away. Um, okay. I'll tell you my first word for okay. you. Um, and, and, and <laughs> well, I didn't think you were going to go that way. So that was really cool. I, I'm pumped. Okay. Up. I got, I got two others to go. So <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but I'll just say you were really close. Um, okay. And I think I'm way off because I wanted to just stretch this activity <laughs> a little bit, but here's the word. Here's the first one I wrote for you. Prosperity. Now, when I first met Willie, I met Willie in a state where he was optimistic about the future, but at the same time, slightly confused as to the path to take immediately in order to achieve those goals. However, in your in his introduction earlier on this episode, he referenced a couple books and some things that he did on his own. He was a self go-getter and and a um and a driver for himself. He he basically picked himself up and said I can do this. And he did some things without anyone's influence. 
other than the content he was reading, of course. And I believe that that is the principle of prosperity. The prosperity um, mindset is those who create value and add, uh, I almost said admonition, but, but um, um, progress and winning for themselves. Um, and I, I see that in Mr. Willie Brake. I don't know how close that was. On a scale from one to 10, how close is that to the one word you think your one word is? Uh, to my one word, uh, that'd be like a two. Okay. <laughs> not that it's not related to the word, just the word in general. Cool. I love it. Okay. That's, that's an even better score. Okay. What's your second word for me? Uh, heart. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting big ones for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh, well, yeah. if, you, if you want to explain oh, it, I, I put heart I'm just going to make my rosy cheeks get even rosier. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just do it quick so that, you know, you're not blushing too long. No, <laughs> it's just heart because you're just so passionate about what you do. And again, just like with connection, you care about people, you want to listen to their story and that's inside their heart. That's, that's like the meat. It's the good stuff that you always want. So that's why I chose heart. Super cool. Okay. I'm way off, but this is my next word for you. I wrote foundation. Okay. And I wrote foundation because I, I believe where you're headed and where you're going is to be able to turn around and influence others to find a foundation within their life, or let's just call it purpose. Um, and you could even say purpose driven, but because that was a two words separated by a hyphen, I went with <laughs> foundation and foundation reminds me of a Willie Blake who, who um, starts with themselves and then uses that to progress where they're heading. So uh, very similar to prosperity, but more on the lines of um, having something to start from and build. And I know that you and I've talked about that, but that was, that was my second choice word for you. And I like, I like, I like, cause you gave an example um, with your work, like the words that you'll write down purpose driven, like you could have purpose and driven in there and you didn't choose that. You chose foundation. So there are different words to describe two other words. And like, that was a good example. So yeah, no, I love that too. Cause that, that's just it. You know, you could, you could just, yeah. Anyways, you nailed it. I, I don't even need to explain it. All right. What's your third word? Okay, third one is Evan Carmichael's, but it, it's you, it's believe. And I chose it because you're just, you're go-getter. You go, you want people to believe in themselves. You want that kind of hope and that passion to be seen in them. And so you just, you believe and you want others to believe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is so funny. I, I know for a fact that my answers are way off, but yours are like all dancing around the right answer, which is super cool to see. So I, I like this activity. My third word and final word for you um, was, and are you ready for this? Deliverance. Yeah deliverance because I wanted to, I wanted to write down action taker, but once again, separated by a hyphen, two words, I wanted to write down action taker or taking action or just action. Um, because that's, that's all I've seen every time I've talked to you and every time we've chatted, um, any discussion we've had and, and then all of the things that we've been involved with together, um, I've seen action, but deliverance is the word I went with because it was taking a taking a seed from its raw raw form and then and then you know uh, uh, um, cultivating it and addressing it so that it can become its blooming form and to me deliverance was that word 
delivering raw for let's call it raw talent and capabilities and turning it into action and 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 having some sort of fruition from it that was that was kind of my mindset behind it i was really stretching but man oh man that is so funny okay so knowing that i was extremely extremely far off what was or what is one of your your one word so my one word when it came down to it and after i did my huge list and also because I wasn't sure about my word, so I slept on it. And then another activity Evan says is to think of those things that make you unhappy, write those down, write their whys, and then think of the opposite of it. So the three words that you said do tie into my one word, but it's more of what comes because of my one word. And so my one word is light. L-I-G-H-T, like a light bulb. And light to me, and that's the awesome thing about the, your one word. It can literally mean anything to you as an individual. To me, it's the opposite of darkness. It's just that thing that makes you want to get up every single day. I know when I go and talk to people, I told you about one of our friends, the first time I saw him in class, there was just a persona about him that was different. And that was just the light coming from him. And I connected with him. He connected me with you. And we're all still going strong. We're all good friends. And so light is my one word because it wakes me up in the morning, makes me passionate makes me know that if I'm a light for other people, that they can reach their dreams. And that's kind of my why as well, is my why is to help other people find their dreams and their potential and then initiate it to unseen levels. So yeah, my one word's light. I love it. I love it so much. And, and, and one of the coolest things about this is, uh, um, <laughs> uh, everything about Mr. Willie Blake, everybody is, it, it resonates with that word light. And it's not that we didn't need to see it to believe it. Uh, it's definitely something that you could understand the second you, uh, you chat with this man, um, which we'll share with how to get a hold of him here in a second. But I love that. That's, that's a really cool insight. And uh, I, love, I love that light is your, your, uh, your one word. And uh, I think, too, that that's interesting because light can mean a myriad of things, right? It, it's not just your emulation of things. It's also your representation. It's also your, and we've used this word a couple of times, but your clarity, right? It's, it's the ability to see you and understand what you're working on. I, I love that. There's, there's a level of, of um, visibility as well as credibility. And uh, let, let's even go as far to say as um, enhancement. And you know, all, all, all of that is portrayed from the word light. Um, and yeah. if you guys meet Willie online, he actually uses Willie Blake light as, uh, as his handle on, a, on his channels. What were we, we going to say? Yeah, no, I was going to like, it, it's everything to me. Like light is just everything. Everything that you said, it's physical, spiritual, mental. Like when I'm out there talking to people, I want people to see me as a light and not 
more of like kind of a self pride thing in a way light to me is more what other people need. I want, cause in society today we have so much darkness. And when I say darkness, I mean, sadness, anger, depression, um, people being bullied, like drugs and alcohol, rape, like all, you know, all those big things, even obesity, a bunch of different spectrums that people can consider darkness. I want them to be able to see a light through that. Even if it's like a single light bulb in a room, it's something to walk towards. And so it's literally everything. And I love it because it literally encompasses everything that I stand for. I love it too. And I know that light can oftentimes be uh, um, used in a religious context. And I know we've discussed religion and not religion in general, but just um, religious um, backgrounds on this, on the show before more so to be inclusive of all religions and non-religions. And that's a really cool light. Um, there you go. There's a really cool <laughs> light to shine on your word, which is, you know, uh, um, allowing people to find a way. And that's a, that's a really cool principle. Okay. I, I'm dying to, to tell you the, the answer. Yeah, what's your one word? <laughs> okay. Um, the one word that I came up with the first time I did this exercise, uh, <laughs> you're so good at this. It was the first one. It was connecting. I, I think connection is one of the most empowering, important, invaluable resources in the world. And I've, I've lived my life to, um, be that guy that uh, everybody says, you know, if, if they need something or if they don't have an idea as to how to get something in their life or even just an answer, not that I'm a know-it-all, but that there's an opportunity or a resource behind it. I've always been living my life so that people would say, hey, I know a guy. And that the guy that they're thinking of is John Comich Jr. So the reason why I love that too is, is that if I can be more valuable to those who I come across, then, then it makes me a better person to them and for them. Um, and, and I guess it's selfish and selfless because the more people I get to meet, the more value I get to provide. But the selflessness about that is... Uh, I, I, I find so much value in giving people the resources that they never, that they didn't have before. In fact, uh, when I was in college, um, I had a lot of roommates who roommates and, and peers and, and colleagues, and let's even just call them classmates who would come to me and say, Hey John, I noticed that you're really big on LinkedIn. Can you come help me with my LinkedIn? And I said, sure, let's go. And then I'd sit down with them. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, do it for me. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Let's figure this out together. And you know what? I should have charged because man, I, I helped so many people with their LinkedIn channels, but I was able to connect with them on a different way um, uh, that, that helped them recognize of um, a lesson behind it all, that it's not just having someone do it for you. It's, it's using their expertise to, you know, learn it for yourself. So uh, just a little story, but anyways, I love that you guessed it on the first try. Not that we've ever played this game before. Not that we've ever <laughs> played the game on the show. That's never happened to me before. Um, are you familiar with Gallup's strength finder? Uh, it, the, the, the assessment? Uh, no. So a lot of people um, um, have heard of the Myers-Briggs, um, the DISC system. And they're basically personality assessments. Um, one of them is Gallup Strength Finder, one of the greatest um, organizations in the world today that collects data and information based off of key behaviors and, and interests. And uh, I've taken this assessment several times. And one of my top five that has continually 
renowned itself. One of my top strengths is connectiveness or connecting. <laughs> and the second one is wooing, which I'm just very friendly. Okay. So if anyone meets me in purpose, uh, person, I, I'm just very friendly. I love to talk to people. I love to woo you in a way that makes you feel like walking away like, oh yeah, you know, that was a great time. You know, I don't like to walk away from people feeling like they had a horrible conversation. So that's kind of, kind of interesting that you nailed it on the first one. I'm very, very impressed. But let's, um, let's wrap up this conversation and, and ask one more question, Willie. Um, we, we've identified this for individuals and personal, per, um, personal use. Now, I think that this is extremely valuable. And I feel like the principles you and I have talked about also relate to business. How effective would this, your one word process be for a team or for a group or organization how important do you think this would be and how could it influence an organization if they were to apply this in their business? It would be, it needs to be an essential thing. Like if you're running a business without a one word or a purpose, it's a dying business. Um, yeah, it's, it, you, you just have to have it. You have to know why with, Simon Sinek, I was actually listening to him before we jumped on, but like he says, like Apple, they're why they're willing to change the status quo. And what do they do? They make technological devices, computers, phones, you know, those things. When you think of Dell, not bashing on Dell, but Dell, they started out with what they do. They make computers. And so when they tried to make a cell phone, it was out and then it plummeted. And so they just had to stick with laptops. But Apple, because they started with their why, they're changing the status quo. And so they can just make whatever they want. And as everyone knows, Apple is a huge group of people. People are loyal to Apple. <laughs> it's kind of like a religion in a way. Like people need the Apple product or they're just not going to have it at all. But without the, your one word or your purpose in a business, it's not going to help you find other people to buy your products or use your services. Uh, another example would be in the book, this guy, he went through the activities and his one word was honest. So what did he do? He made the honest company. That's it. That's the name of the company. And people know exactly what he stands for. And they fly to him because they know they know his why. So having that why in your business, in your life, that's kind of the only way that you're going to become a major success in society within the next 10 to 15 years. You can see a huge social change with people wanting to get rich, to become successful. They want that. They want the passion. They want the success that wasn't given, let's say, 30 to 40 years ago. Now they're looking for the values. They don't have that trust, the initial trust at the beginning of an interaction with a company or a person. And so you having your one why, it describes what you're able to offer them. And when they know what you're able to offer them, they're able to make a split decision if they want you or not. And most of the time they'll want you because you have that value. So it's imperative to have 
your one word in a business, organization, or any personal thing that you're doing. At the beginning of this show and this discussion, we started talking about um, goals and the direction that you're heading and how I was refined, uh, reminded when I first met you about um, it's not about goal setting, but it's about the direction you head, the journey you begin to take. And I think that when you've defined your one word as an organization and you live true to that one word, that's the one thing that drives you every day. The one thing people see as they go into work each day and they remind myself, oh, integrity or honesty or the, the example you shared. I feel like that that's going to help the entire company know where they're heading. You know, without having to say, you know, we're going to be a multi-billion dollar company. Our sales goals are going to be in the multi-millions. Um, uh, we're, we're going to have an influence over, you know, 500,000 people a year based off of marketing efforts alone. You know, those are all incredible goals. And let's say, you know, um, you want your, your goals to be specific. You want them to have um, some sort of value behind them. But I believe that when you have that one word, it sets you down a journey and a path that there is no question. You walk into work and, and your team, they know that's what we're doing. We're an honest company. We're full of integrity. We're full of lights. We're doing exactly what it is that we need to do every day. And if it doesn't, if the activities that we're conducting, if those don't have to do with what our one word is, it's not what we ought to be doing. And I, I totally see this happening in business. Um, a lot of our listeners are also speakers and coaches. And I would challenge every single one of you listeners out there to go through this activity yourself. Not necessarily the game that we played, but I want you to write down a series or a list of words that you think are yours, okay? And just like Willie described here on the podcast, sleep on them, okay? And see if those are the words that most emulate what you want from your life. Okay. If you want to be an honest person, honesty is your word. If you want to be a super connector, connect is your word. If you want to be filled with light like Mr. Willie, I would also write that down. But sleep on it and make sure that that's your word. Okay, And then continue to refine this process until you've identified one, two, maybe three words that emulate who you want to be, who you are, and where you're headed. Because all three of those categories are important. I don't even know. They're, they're so valuable and so important that you ought to, um, you ought to consider them in, in, in everything you do. Um, I'm reconsidering everything we do here at Amplified Minds. Uh, those of you who know, we're an accountability company and accountability is our, is our mantra, um, helping people achieve high performance through accountability. Um, but I'm, I'm reconsidering what our one word is. We might have an accountability company that drives accountability processes, but I'm assuming that there's something more about it than that. And I'm going to try and do this activity a little bit more deeper um, with my coworkers here. And uh, we'll see what we can come up with and see if we can create a value system or a mission behind it. Well, Willie, it's been an honor to have you on the show. And I'm sure that won't be the last time. Um, how, can, uh, how can people on this show um, get a hold of you? Where can they find you? And how can they be influenced by your light? Yeah. So the cool thing is every I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. On all of them, it's Willie Blake underscore light, <laughs> like literally on all of them. And that's just how I want it. I want people to know my one word right off the bat. And so you can follow me on Instagram. I do my best to post once a day. Um, I've done it for a while. I try to do two or three, but at least one. And then my email is willybelight at gmail.com. And so you can contact me there. I'd love to talk with anyone who's listening 
about your one word, about more of what John and I talked about today. And like, let's get it going. Something that I know John was surprised the first time I met him. I work at Walmart right now. It's not like you can listen to me and talk with me and you wouldn't guess that I work at Walmart. And I love how John changed my perspective on it. Walmart isn't the place that's holding me back, but it's the beginning of my story. It's another part of my story that drives me. And even though I'm not going to be with Walmart that much longer because of some awesome side things I'm doing with my purpose, I apply it into everything I do at Walmart. I apply it into everything I do at life. And if you're stuck in a job right now, you can do it on the side. Find your happiness that your happiness is worth more than anything else that you could ever think of. If you're not happy, like, like what are you doing? I, I, it's hard to think about how people can't be going for what they're wanting. I still have fears. I think fear is one of the worst things that stops us from doing what we want to do. Like I was, again, I was, I thought I was stuck at Walmart until I met John a couple of weeks ago. And now I'm thinking, Hey, I start being partnerships with John and other people, the connections that I have do my purpose in a couple months. I can leave the job that I'm at and start doing what I want full time. You can always do part-time job, but you have to absolutely do a full-time happiness. There's no such thing as part-time happiness. You got to do it full or it's just not going to be there. I love it. Well, that just was the icing on the cake. Thank you so much for your time and your compliments. Hey, also for those of you listening, if you want to get in touch with Mr. Willie Blake, um, Willie Blake underscore light or Willie B light at uh, gmail.com. Those are some great places to get a hold of him. We'll put that contact information in the show notes. So just go click on it. Um, the other thought too, is if you're local, if you're here in Utah, which I know that this podcast reaches as far as the Philippines and beyond um, international and non-international, if you're just here local and Utah, um, Utah County, uh, Willie holds a, uh, uh, I think it's a monthly event where he gets people together and he talks about some of these things that he just shared with you in these groups. And he's, he's being, um, he, he's sharing his knowledge, his wisdom, and he's also conducting mastermind forums where he's allowing people to share their understanding and knowledge as well. So something you should check into, reach out to him and find out when the next one is, where you can attend and who you can invite because they're, uh, they're touching, they're exciting and they're awesome. So Willie, it's been awesome. I'm going to, uh, close out this podcast. I'll pause it and you and I will have our discussions after, but appreciate your time. Thanks for being a light and an influence and what a cool, what a cool person. You guys need to get to know this. Also, go check out the book, Your One Word by Evan Carmichael. As you do so, we challenge you to, to, go, to go through the exercises and to find your one word. And you know what? For those of you who share your one word with us by sending it to info at amplifiedminds.com. If you just say, John sent me, this is my one word. If you do that, we will send you a special treat. I'm not going to tell you what that is, but I will tell you that it is special. We've got swag to give away. We've got free books we can give away as well. Um, things that I'm willing to just 
package up and send your way. So please send your one word to us and I'll share those with Mr. Willie, Bla- Willie Blake and uh, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. So, hey, thanks again for joining us on the Circle of Knowledge podcast. I'm John Coach Jr., your host, and with me today was Willie Blake Light. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Hey, this is John with Amplified Minds. Thank you so much for listening to the Circle of Knowledge podcast. If you really like our podcast, go ahead and give us a five-star review, leave us a comment, subscribe to our channel, or just let us know in some short way. We'd really appreciate it. In fact, if you do, we'll give you a personal shout out at the end of each episode each week, just like this. I'd like to personally thank JGD08 for the five-star review and beautiful comment on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much. I'd also like to thank Argent Million and Runima Kumari Panda for their comments and as well as their applause on Anchor and other platforms. Again, if you'd like to learn more about our company, Amplified Minds, go to amplifiedminds.com. Or to learn more about Circle of Knowledge, go to amplifiedminds.com backslash circle of knowledge. Thank you. You can also engage with us a little bit more through social media. On any channel, you can just find us at Amplified Minds. To learn more about Amplified Minds, go to our website at AmplifiedMinds.com. That's A-M-P-L-I-F-I-E-D-M-I-N-D-S.com. Through our website, you can join any one of our mastermind groups from anywhere in the world. In the mastermind groups, you and other members of the community of achievers can mastermind and talk about all of your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, and even the challenges you face. Whether you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or anything else, you can achieve your goals through a mastermind group. You should also check out the Amplified Minds Accountability Program, where you can gain access to a one-on-one personal accountability coach, somebody who will contact you weekly and motivate you, hold you accountable, follow up, and give you the proper resources that will help you to go out and achieve all your goals. Hey, shout out to all you coaches, speakers, mentors, you know, the superheroes of the world. We have the perfect program for you and your audiences. We have the capabilities of setting your audience and communities up in private mastermind groups and assign them a one-on-one personal accountability coach where they can help your people achieve the things that they're working towards tailored to your programs. For more information about this, go ahead and send me an email at john, that's J-O-N, at amplifiedminds.com. I look forward to hearing from you. You should really check out Customer Spec. Customer Spec is one of the most powerful texting toolkits on the market today. It has combined an insanely easy-to-use texting platform with customizable one-touch surveys to make your business a master in customer communications and even an expert in customer experience. Um, From customer spec, you can send special promotions to the right customers, quickly resolve customer concerns, schedule reminders for both customers and members of your team, send links and images, get more online reviews, set up custom automatic trip campaigns, and yeah, I'm out of breath because there's just so much more you can do. Go check them out, customerspec.com. That's customerspec.com.
amplifiedminds.com. Let them know that John from Amplified Minds sent you. They'll take care of you.